0: Hey Hawks fans,
1: Luke Bruce here, CJ here, Jarman here, if you love the Hawks, then you need to be connected to the Hawks Insiders,
0: it's got all the latest news, match recaps, interviews and specialised content, written by the Hawks fans for the Hawks fans,
1: make sure you subscribe, get your daily dose of Hawthorne content into your inbox, go Hawks, go Hawks, go Hawks, here from Jarman
0: MP for the Insiders. Hi everyone, Danny Prince here, super excited to be with you this week uh, recording a Hawks Insiders podcast special with the one and only emerging Hawthorne Young Gun midfielder Josh Ward. He is the Hawks Insiders' own this year. Uh, We are very excited to be partnering with Josh over the course of the season as we look, look to launch his career, much like we did Will Day last year. Yes, we are claiming that as our own, all of our work. Join, joining me today to chat to Josh is the one and only Andrew Weese see how are you?
2: Good. Thanks, Prinzi. And yes, it was all our work and Will was very appreciative and we got all the photos and all the love on PCM night and hopefully we'll be doing it again this year. But um, no, all, all jokes aside, um you know, there've been a number of players throughout the years, early in different phases of Hawthorne life, where we've been able to get high draft picks and a lot of hopes were pinned on them. And And a couple of years ago, that was Josh Ward. And, and I think we're lucky enough that we've had so much, so many other high-end talented players come in that there isn't that pressure on him. But what we have been able to see over the last two years is significant development. And he's clearly going to be a key cog in our next premiership machine. So it's really excited to be uh, on board with Josh this year and checking in with him and uh, following his journey in 24.
0: Yeah, and always nice to, um, you know, chat to uh, a fellow Hawthorne supporter. You know, we try not to make too big of a deal of it. Um, but, um, you you know, you know that deep down inside, there's a real desire there, um, you know, from his, the way growing up as a Hawthorne supporter. So, uh, but let's not waste any more time. We see, let's get stuck into it. We will chat with Josh Ward now. Incredibly excited to be joined by the one and only Josh Ward uh, from the Hawthorne Footy Club. Uh, Josh, welcome to the Hawks Insiders.
1: Thanks, Danny. Thanks for having me.
0: No problem. Thank you for joining us. Um, we chatted to you briefly, Josh, at the Peter Crimmins uh, on the gold carpet. Um, you're a fashionably late to that interview. This one, you're well on time and I feel like that's more in line with your personality, uh, but uh, we'll get stuck into it. Since our chat, um, how have you been? How was your off season? I guess, how is 2024 shaping up for you personally?
1: Yeah, thanks for telling everyone about that. I thought I should probably be a bit earlier uh, for this chat. Um, But, yeah, the season's shaping up pretty well. Um, Had much better pre-season than I I did last year. Um, Sort of been pretty consistent with my training. A few little niggles here and there. But, um, yeah, now feeling pretty fit and healthy and really looking forward to getting stuck into some actual opposition soon because, yeah, you'd you don't like playing against your teammates as much as you do against opposition. And it's good. It'll be good to play with everyone um, properly soon.
0: Yeah. It's a quick follow-up question on that. It's, it's interesting the match simulations or the intra club and look, we don't need a, we don't need a back over last week's intra club. That was a, a house of carnage sort of, sort of area with the injuries that came out of it. But how do you go about, I guess, getting yourself up for match simulation and, and intra club matches throughout preseason? Because, you know, that they, they sort of chop and change the teams, and you're playing up against the guys that you work with and you're really close to. How does that? How does that go for a competitor like you? Can you just tune everything out, or is it a little bit trickier?
1: Uh, no, I think it's pretty easy to get yourself up for match sim and stuff after doing a lot of sort of after doing a long preseason, which involves a lot of running and. Um, stuff that isn't as fun, so it's. I think it's. I look forward to actually getting stuck into some footy, um, and yeah, in terms of the teams chopping and changing and it's a bit stop start, but it's good to try and put into practice the things that we've been working on and the different structures and game styles that um yeah you spend a lot of time practicing and it's good to um see how it goes out on out on the field in proper game and V eighteen situations.
2: Well, so just following up on the, um, the pre-season side of things, you're pretty well known for your hard work ethic and one of the guys who's always photographed having come back a little bit early and doing running sessions. Um, this is your third pre-season now at AFL level. How's it changed for you? And what's been the biggest difference for you this year compared to the last couple?
1: Yeah, the biggest Difference this year has been my um, speed and acceleration. I've put a lot of work into that over uh, over the off season, uh, working with John Nicolosi, who's been a really really good running coach um, for a lot of the uh, a lot of the players uh, last year. Um, and yeah, that's that's been the biggest change for me. I feel like I've come back and feeling a lot lot better at my explosive movement and my acceleration stuff and. Um, yeah hopefully it can it can come out a bit more on the field this year um, and then the other change would probably be just being smarter with my body and um, having more confidence in my body because yeah last last preseason I was desperate to do everything and um, yeah it was pretty frustrated when I broke down a bit and wasn't able to so I feel like I've been um, yeah better at managing my body and making sure I'm training consistently this year and um yeah sort of feel like that's worked so far uh, fingers crossed continue to stay out on the track and get some good footy in uh
0: josh you obviously know this because you're an avid hawks insiders listener but we chatted to peter burge last week and he actually touched on you specifically and um was really excited and we were on a zoom call a little bit like we are or like we are today and um when we asked him about those who had sort of, um, you know, really changed their game in the off season, his face lit up when he was talking about the power and explosion that you have added to, to your, I guess, ability to run all day. Um, what does that look like though, in terms of transitioning it to in-game stuff? Because we understand that on the track, you know, you can be a really good athlete or you can be, um, you know, really explosive or whatever, but, you know, some people have a natural ability to show those strengths, um, in-game and, and off tra- uh, out of game. How do you go about doing that? Is it is it something that you have to mentally rehearse or do you, are you just going to let sort of nature take its course?
1: Yeah, that's a great question. Um, Birgie did mention he gave me a bit of a pump up uh, last week. So <laughs> thanks, Birgie. But um, I think the that's exactly right. That's the challenge with it all is you can put all the work into, um, um, you know, getting quicker and improving your technique when you're, actually thinking about it, but then obviously foot is the most important thing and in, uh, in the game. There's so many other things going on that you're focusing on that you're not really thinking as much about your technique when you're taking off and all that. So I think the way it would come out is you you put in all the work when you're consciously training it, and then hopefully that sort of becomes just how you move. Um, so I'm hoping, and I think this has happened so far is, when we get into game situations where you're focusing on the footy and you're running patterns that when you do have to take off it, that's, that is your tech is my technique now. Um, And yeah, it's definitely not something you can focus on during the game. The the important part is practicing it, making it sort of your, the norm, I guess. And then um, it'll come out sort of naturally, as you said, in game. So we have a big focus on, especially as midfielders, like, Putting a, a hard first few steps, and I think that's something um, that has been a strength of mine. That hopefully will be improved by um, yeah the work I put in with my acceleration and um, yeah putting my head down and going hard for those first few steps. I think some somewhere it should come out in the game.
2: And so, when just one more question on that because it, it's quite intriguing in terms of the long build up into playing a game of footy. Again, pre-Christmas, there's a lot of running. Um, There's a lot of footage. There's a lot of photos of you running. Um, We've had spies down at Bagara all pre-season. And even when you're not part of main sessions, for whatever reason, it seems like you're doing laps and been putting in a lot of stuff in in the first half of the pre-season into your fitness, a lot of gym work. When does that transition then go from being as physically fit as you can to shifting that focus into actual game craft? Um, I'd say my actual game craft has
1: been the main focus for the whole preseason and the fitness and stuff. i am been trusting bergie and the program he's put in and that sort of would take care of itself. So I think for the last, yeah, since we came back to preseason, my main focus has been the footy element of it. So now that we're getting into match sim and stuff, I mean, that's that's been my focus for the last last three months anyway, I think. Um, and yeah, focusing on footy and um, doing well in drills and getting fit in that regard, I think, helps my fitness anyway because you work hard and get a lot of work and running in, in footy drills. Um, and yeah, hopefully... Yeah, we're getting into games that that will sort of take care of itself because I've put in the work and all the boys have put in the work. We've been yeah pushing each other pretty hard this preseason in a lot of different aspects. So um, yeah, I think I think that's where it will come out.
0: Now you uh, have in your first two seasons played 30 games across the two seasons, 14 in your first year and 16 last year. And, you know, you touch on, you've been a little unlucky with some niggly injuries at just like inopportune times and stuff like that. Most of those games in the first two seasons were on the wing. Uh, or on the outside when we chatted to you at the Peter Crimmins you mentioned that you were training with the inside mids this this coming off season how has that gone and does that indicate uh, an inside role for you this year or is it just ramping up the training loads
1: uh yeah I've been training with the inside mids and I've really enjoyed it um I think this year it'll yeah hopefully I'll play play a bit more inside it's been a um yeah, great competitive environment in there with sort of a lot of a lot of boys who are looking to play in there. So you know, me myself, Cam McKenzie, Henry Hussey, I think have all improved a lot on our inside game. Obviously, still got a long way to go, but um, yeah, we'll all be looking to push in there during the year. So I think for me, hopefully it'll it'll be a bit more time inside as well as mixing that with the wing roll, which I've yeah, obviously played a fair bit in the last two years and I think I'm, I've learnt a lot playing that role and still still a way to go, but I um, feel like I can be reliable on the wing and then, yeah, hopefully push inside as well
2: and um, have an impact there. And so how have your coaches managed expectations for um, what is what is such an impressive... Um, up-and-coming group of mids, right? So you want to play inside and you mentioned uh, Cam McKenzie and you mentioned Huss, and we know that Will's going to be missing the first part of the season, but he obviously made the transition in last year. Um, We've got such unbelievable midfield depth now that it seems like it's going to be about rotation and everyone getting an opportunity as opposed to saying, Wardy you're playing an inside mid role for the season. Have they talked much about managing expectations around um, inside game time versus time on the wing?
1: Uh, They haven't spoken much particularly about that. I think it's been pretty clear to everyone. I mean, it was really unfortunate when Will got his injury, um, but he'll be back, back pretty early in the year, which is good. Uh, but we knew it was pretty obvious that it opened up another spot for, um, yeah, whether it's one or a few midfielders to come and rotate through there. And, um, yeah, it's just been about as a midfield group as a whole, just working together and improving individually, but also getting more connected as a team. And, um, yeah, I think it'll just take care of itself. Everyone's pushing hard and working hard, and, and we'll what
2: happens and then speaking of will obviously last year he went from what was effectively a halfback role to very much a key player in our midfield group uh last season do you look at the way he changed his game and and his transition um to try and emulate a bit of that this year
1: daisy's been great for me so far this year um obviously he took his game to a Whole another level last year but he's been um yeah really encouraging of me and the young boys to really play to our strengths and um yeah he sort of yeah had a lot of bits of advice to give me and um yeah hopefully i can at some point make make a leap like he did because it was pretty pretty special
0: we uh, we chatted to Will Day throughout um, 2023, and one of the things that he said was he um, outlined goals and aims for his season last year, and some of them were you know were, were were pretty sort of he even said like they were realistic to him, but probably maybe to the outside world they might have been a little bit sort of wow that's a bit that's a bit much. Um, as you come into your third year, do you have a set of goals? Um that you're aiming to achieve this year, and uh, any of those are you happy to share with us what they might look like?
1: um yeah i've got got a few goals, obviously, um just want to have a consistent year and try and play as many games as I can um on in the midfield and um yeah my my goal really is to not just settle for for getting a game but actually to to play well in all of those games and um, yeah, set the bar high. So yeah, I know will had some pretty ambitious goals last year that he, uh, that pushed him along and yeah, I'll, I'll be the same.
0: And look, I think, uh, I think we'll be checking in with you uh, multiple times throughout the year, Josh. So we might have to help you keep yourself accountable to those goals or, or at least check in with you and, and how you're going. And, and I think, you know, the, the injuries aside, there's, there's opportunity there at the Hawks and, and to really establish yourself uh, in that side and, and, and take that leap from, you know, good AFL player to, you know, very good and great AFL player. And, we, you know, here at the Hawks Insiders, we have no doubt um, that you, you're well on your way. Now, you're 20 years old at the moment, um, third year in the system. No 20-year-old player is, is a complete player you know, everybody is still improving, everybody's still refining their game and all that sort of thing. Um, what are the sorts of things that you're looking to either add to your game or refine in your game this year? And how do you go about implementing those changes outside of the power and explosion stuff? I'm talking about real like footy stuff, like impacting the scoreboard possessions, that sort of thing.
1: Yeah, the footy specific stuff is definitely the main main thing I want to add to my game is my inside inside ability and um, yeah because that's what I need to be able to play inside mid so my my body work at stoppages my understanding of stoppages and how to move around them my timing my connection with the rucks that's all um, been a big focus for me so far this preseason so yeah in terms of footy that would be the main big area of improvement I'm hoping to make but Really, I'm working on all aspects of my game, improving my running patterns and ability to get get to contests and to win the ball on the outside as well, because that is a big strength of mine. And then and then using it, delivering it to forwards and and connecting with them, so that those are sort of the two two aspects of my game that I'm um, yeah focusing pretty heavily
0: on. Uh, I'm I'm glad you mentioned that because um, I think one of the uh, one of the best components of of your game is your ball use with your foot, especially with your feet, especially. Uh, And I think, you know, if you look at our holistically, you look at Hawthorne's midfield unit, it's very strong. Like if we're deep, anywhere across i said we if the hawks are deep anywhere across um you know the park i think you know that strength of depth of players that can run through the midfield is quite good and a lot of that came through last year um you know with conan ash like taking a big step up and obviously will day james warple recapturing his form Jai newcomb going from strength to strength and then the additions of yourself and um you know Cam mckenzie coming through Um, you know, all, all of those sorts of guys. And then there's the untried younger, younger guys again. Um, One of the things that I think really stands out with, with you as a a different option through that middle is that um, ability to deliver the ball really, really well by foot to the leading forwards or to the forward line. Um, Do you focus on, is there a focus on, I know you said, you know, you want to get better everywhere, but Burgie sort of touched on trying to build on the strengths of individuals. Do you you try to refine and, you know, make that weapon absolute, you know, the best it can be? Is that something that you really look at look at trying to do?
1: Yeah, I think that's probably why I got, well, one of the main reasons why I got drafted, especially getting drafted to Hawthorne. Um, and I think it's one of the main things that make me a good player. So, yeah, Burgie's spot on there. I think the most important thing, and something we speak about a lot as a team and especially as mids is that we bring our strengths and um yeah I think that's one of my main strengths along with my my running is my ball use and being damaging kicking inside 50 so um that's something I'm just going to keep working on to try and make it as elite as it can be um so yeah 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 absolutely right that's that's essential really to keep keep working on that and um, yeah, you got to you got to focus on your strengths because at the end of the day, that's why you're in
2: the, uh, the AFL. So um, probably one area that hasn't been outwardly certain, certainly optically a strength. Uh, I was at the Sydney Showgrounds against the Giants when you kicked two goals, uh, and they're two of your four career goals in your thirty games. Given that your running is such a strength and, and certainly playing a lot of game time on the wing last year, you know, running from defensive 50 to forward forward 50 is a strength. Is kicking goals on the agenda or is that something that will just naturally potentially come and, and, and the delivery forward and, and that aerobic running capacity being much more of a priority? It's in the don't worry about it for now, basket.
1: Uh, I haven't had a huge focus specifically on kicking goals, but one thing we've spoken about is getting more of the ball in that sort of mid to forward range. So I think I, in my first two years, I've probably gotten a lot more of the ball in the back half than the front half. So I think focusing on getting more dangerous in the front half will lead to more goals or at least more opportunities to kick goals and then um, just got to be able to take them when they're there. But Obviously, I see myself at my best as being a midfielder that can uh, kick goals from the midfield as well. Um, so that's something that I'm hoping to add into my game as I get get more experienced and uh, become a better player.
0: Now, Josh, you were a leader all throughout your junior career. I think you were the captain of the Northern Knights. Is that correct? Uh, I I
1: wasn't captain of Knights. I
0: was captain of school. That's right. Sorry, my my bad. And and have held leadership positions throughout um, the group that. currently at Hawthorne is so young collectively that even as a 20 year old, you you look like you have a level of responsibility within that playing group in terms of setting standards on the training track, in terms of guidance to, you know, the new recruits and so on. Is that something that you've actively looked to get or is it just a natural thing? And is it something that Sam Mitchell, Sam Mitchell um, sort of identifies, you know, young leaders driving standards, that sort of thing?
1: Um, Yeah, I think leadership is, very highly valued at Hawthorne um, and the, yeah, the sort of standard is for everyone to lead in their own way and try and be the best leader they can. Um, but often that I think doesn't involve sort of overt forms of leadership like something Sam's spoken um, a bit to me about is not not trying to lead as much as just trying to sort, of sort out my own backyard and perform well and that in itself will would be a good form of leadership and I, I've tried to take that approach a little bit, so um, yeah, training as hard as I can working as hard as I can and I think that for me at the moment is a, a good way to be a good leader is to um, yeah set examples and try and drive standards as, as much as I can um, but yeah, I think um, the young the young guys have taken a really really big step a lot of players in my year especially so on mcdonald sam butler um jai sarong max and we've all um yeah taken steps in our leadership in our in our own way and um yeah something that we'll all we'll continue to improve on as we go forward
2: Thanks, Josh. Probably uh, a few questions to go. Just maybe looking potentially at um, some other players within the club to give, give fans some insights from you and, and what you're seeing around the place. Have any of the new recruits that we've brought into the club caught your eye or, or surprised you? I guess being able to see them up close and personal now, maybe not having noticed them in the same way previously. Anyone stand out?
1: Uh yeah, so obviously I knew a bit about the wizard when he was coming in, just from his highlights and um yeah freakish ability. So I've just seen more of that over preseason, but that hasn't been. I guess I sort of knew that was coming with him. Um, but Bodie Ryan has been one that I I didn't know him before he got drafted, but he's been really impressive. He does some pretty special things on on the track with his ability to break tackles and run and carry and just his strength over the ball. So he's been one that, um, yeah, I've thought has been pretty impressive so far for a first year player.
0: Uh, following on from that um some of the sort of more seasoned recruits that have come in um you know Mubby or chol the return of jack gunston who was there i think in your first year um and um jack ginivan and masti ambrosio how have they settled into the group and um and you know how what what do those guys bring um to the the talent and the and the playing list from an in game perspective
1: yeah they've all been Really impressive. Um, I'll start with Cholie's been such a strong presence up forward, and he and Mitch Lewis have looks like they're getting pretty comfortable with each other and sort of knowing each other's tendencies and the way they like to play, and they're starting to work really well together. Um, so Cholie's taken some yeah really strong pack marks, which is one of his trademarks, I think. Um, he's been yeah impressive, Guinea. Is uh, really hardworking and smart. I think smart's one of the words that come to mind when I think of him. He just knows what he's doing. He gets to the right spots, works hard up and down the ground. Uh, and his ball use and sort of knowledge of where to keep the ball and where forwards like to have the ball kicked to them is, um, yeah, pretty, pretty special. Um, Mass, just his skills off half-back, he's been absolutely racking up the possessions in maximum so far and um yeah he's been a great great person to have around the club very positive um very hard working as well and then yeah it's been great to have Gunners back he's feel like he's a very calming influence on on the group like he just can get his job done knows obviously has a wealth of knowledge about footy especially um the role of a forward and forward patterns and um. Yeah, he just his experience has been quite valuable. I think to a lot of the younger forwards, so they've all, in their own way, have been very positive for us.
2: And then, in terms of the rest of the playing group, uh, there's been a lot of um. there have been a lot of tongues wagging about Connor McDonald and how he's been going. Is there anyone um that stands out to you in terms of the preseason so far that? is either a sleeper or someone that you're really excited that we should all be aware is just going to have this, this monster season that maybe the the rest of the footy world aren't quite tuned into yet.
1: Uh, I think everyone's been pretty, pretty good. Like there's, there's not really anyone that stands out because in terms of how hard they work and all that, because everyone, everyone, gives their absolute hundred percent. Like obviously Connor's a Connor's a beast. He doesn't doesn't miss a session. He's such a hard trainer and has very high standards. Um I guess I'd say he's not so much of a sleeper because he's um been performing pretty well, but Henry Husweight has improved heaps over the off season. Like he's got so much fitter, stronger, um and he's yeah starting to really Really show his strengths in the midfield with his clean hands and just strength around the contest. So, yeah, he'd he'd be one. I do not really think of anyone that would be going under the radar because everyone everyone's been been pitching in.
0: Josh, you, t- you touched on your your draft crop um, yourself: Connor McDonald, Sam Butler, Jai Sarong, Max Ramsden in the mid season draft. Um, you know, obviously yourself with 30 games and, and Connor with, I think 44 or five or something like that, uh, a fairly well established within the Hawthorne AFL team. We've seen little bits and pieces of Sam Butler and Jai Sarong and, and Max Ramsden, um, how are those guys progressing, and and are they ready to take that next step to really claim a spot in the in the team this year, and 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 give Hawthorne probably one of its most successful draft crops in in years if they do.
1: Yeah, they've all been progressing well. Um, I think that that'd be awesome if we can sort of as a group just keep moving forward and um, become consistent players in the AFL team. Um, yeah, I think says has had a really consistent preseason, um, been playing playing well in match sim and get another chance on uh tomorrow against the Bulldogs. I'm not sure uh how much he's playing in the AFL team or the VfL team, but um yeah, we'll see. It'll be exciting to see how he goes. Um Ram has been, yeah, pretty impressive and he shows some really good quarters and some good efforts in the last few match sims. He's um, yeah, it's pretty exciting when you see him just pluck a mark out of out of the air, and he's been yeah competing really hard against some of the more experienced talls in the forward line in the ruck. Um, and yeah, Buttsy's just pace and fitness and ability to get up and down the ground and then make good decisions with the ball. Um, yeah, it's been pretty pretty impressive as well. So they're all they're all tracking well, and um, yeah, it's great great to have sort of guys your own age that you're um, coming through with that are um, all working hard and pushing each other.
2: And so then I guess just back to you, given, given we've got such a young playing group, I mean, everyone's aware of, of your skill and your quality um, and and what you're going to provide as a footballer. Um, And obviously we've touched on your training ethic as well which is significant and, and how you really help to set a standard for the playing group and just 20 years of age do you see yourself as a future leader of the club and it must be it must be amazing to look around where you know in the last 5 or 6 or 7 years if we've been talking about who should be the next captain um you've probably been limited to a few people whereas at the moment um in terms of the qualities all around um, yourself included, it seems like we've got uh, a pretty good group of kids that could all potentially be leaders in the future. Is, is that something that you aspire to?
1: Um, yeah, it's been great to have so many great examples to look up to um, in my first few years, like obviously sis, Jarman um, Luke Bruce, and then a few of the um experienced guys like Will Day has been great, John Newcomb with his standards on the field um, Maury as well so I think for me the most important thing now is to um, just become a consistent performer and to become a, a great player um, and then that other stuff I think um, yeah would take care of itself in a few, few years down the track but um, yeah, we've got a great, great young group of leaders and, um, yeah, it's pretty
0: exciting. We love to hear that Josh, because like the here and now is far more important than the three years down the track, really, if we think about it and, um, you know, this is a pretty important season for you. So, um, like that your head's right in 2024 and and what that looks like. We just got a couple more questions. One semi-serious one and one, I don't know if we call it serious one, but, um, (laughs) Uh, so no limits is the, uh, is the motto or the slogan for the Hawks for, for 2024 um, related, something related to your goals that you can give us. That's a no, that's a no limits thing. Something that you're putting on, that you're aspiring to, that you, that you want to, you know, that you want to be uh, this year. What's a, something related to that no limits slogan for, for Josh Ward for 2024?
1: Um, yeah, for me to just be the become one of our best players. That's obviously a very aspirational goal, but um, yeah, I'm aiming high and don't want to just be a good player and get a game every week. I want to, um, yeah, I think really contribute to us winning in a, in a big way this year. So that's something I'm, yeah, pretty pretty set on. See so how we go.
2: And so then in terms of aiming high and not just wanting to be a good player uh you're completing a laws and politics and i believe philosophy and economics double degree at monash uni um ash has actually put a um a proxy question in and wants to know what time frame you've put on becoming a justice of the high court
1: uh yeah there's there's no time frame on that i'm not sure that's really what my goal is I've yeah have no idea what's going to happen after footy but um yeah sort of grinding through uni now and um, uh, am starting next week so I have a bit less free time on my hands but um yeah enjoying it it's pretty interesting especially the philosophy stuff um so yeah hopefully I can I can knock off a few more units this year so there we go
0: what does that look like for you, Josh, as a, somebody who's, you know, got a full-time job, pretty all-consuming full-time job. How do you balance, you know, your football, your studies, you know, getting enough downtime because we know how intense the football, um, you know, landscape and environment is. How do you balance all of those things and still have time for relationships and that sort of thing?
1: Yeah, it's pretty tricky. Um, not going to lie. Like um, uni takes up a lot of, my free time and adds a lot of sort of mental, mental load as well, sort of thinking about it because I'd, I'd want to do well in uni as well. Um, so I think I'm just trying to focus on doing footy when I'm at footy and then focus on uni when, when I'm at uni and um, just being organised with my time and, um, yeah, still, still getting a, a good amount of time in to see friends and family and spend time with my girlfriend as well. So um, hopefully
0: that that can continue. Absolutely. Josh, thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, We look forward to watching you hopefully on, was it tomorrow morning, Friday morning uh, against the Bulldogs uh, in the, in the scratch match there. And uh, as you gear up towards uh, 2024, we're excited to be uh, um, partnering with you throughout this year. And we look forward to checking back in um, periodically throughout the time. I will, just put a little note there that last year we uh, we asked for, for Will Day and Will Day was uh, the Hawks inside his own man. He went on to win the Peter Crimmins. This year we asked for you, Josh, uh, and we expect the same. So no pressure, um, but yeah, we'll, we look forward to chatting to you on the gold carpet at the end of this year when you're about to collect your first Peter Crimmins medal.
1: Let's hope so. Thanks, Daniel. Thanks, Andrew. Good to chat. See you soon.
0: And that was Josh Ward. Weesey, uh, great to pick the brain of one of Hawthorne's emerging uh, young players. What did you think?
2: Yeah, I think he's going to be different to Will, isn't he? I think he's very, um, very it's a bit like his footy. He's very measured. He's very precise. He's very articulate. Um, we're probably going to have to come up with some, um, some, some doozies if we're going to stump him for some, some, uh, really out there content, but, um, it was great to hear him great to hear what he has to say. I, I love the fact that he's chomping at the bit just to get out there and play some competitive footy, all the hard work's been done and, um, you know, it's, it's an exciting time
0: yeah i think the thing that excited me there was a, there was a couple of points that he made um, the first one was that he's sort of a focus of his preseason we know josh ward is is an elite aerobic athlete, an elite runner, Um, but that the focus of his preseason has been around the football side of things. And I think that that's, that's really exciting because I think you can overdo it on the athletic side of things. And I think at the end of the day, football is a game where you, you need to understand it to be able to play it. And for him to be, you know, having that as his primary focus, he's not worried about, you know, what it looks like to be a leader. He's worried about ticking the boxes in his own footy uh, and getting his own processes right. And I think that that's really exciting and it leads towards – you know, preparation for a really good season. And I think the thing that probably got me the most, see was when we gave him the the no limits um, goal and he said, I want to be one of the best players at Hawthorne. And I, I think absolutely he has the talent to do that. Um, if he gets the opportunity, I'm really excited to see see how far he gets towards fulfilling that goal come the end of the season.
2: Yeah, there's a few things in that. One is that we as fans get a snapshot to what goes on so even that line of questioning around you know oh, we, we put so many of those photos up in our articles through the pre-season there's the one of him in the gym and then there's the few of him leading any running drill so automatically you know we've got this bias towards all of the fitness side of things and then he shuts that down right By saying actually it's all been about the footy it's been three months of football based learning and all of the fitness stuff's been secondary to that so so that's exciting um as you mentioned no cap like his will told us last year uh that he wanted to be an all australian you know like like at the start of the season and to actually put that in as a goal, no matter how, you know, far off that seemed in terms of career wise. So to hear Josh say, I want to be a great player is significant. And, and I think the third thing, as you just also touched on, you you know, we can all see his leadership qualities. They're, they're on display with everything he says and everything he does that for him to actually, not even be thinking about that i'm just focused on playing footy and getting better um and as he says if, if it comes which it clearly will if he continues on this trajectory it clearly will he'll be in the leadership group in no time that's great but it's actually all just about getting better getting another 20 games in getting some experience on the inside learning his craft and becoming a great footballer. So it's really, really exciting.
0: It is super exciting. We look forward to touching base with Josh periodically throughout the season and tracking against, you know, the goals he set himself and um, getting further insights into the life of Josh Ward and um, how he's fitting in throughout uh, the 2024 season. That's going to do it for another special edition Hawks Insiders podcast. Thank you all for listening. Thank you, Weesey, for being uh, in the co-pilot seat with me today. Thank you to Josh for being an incredible chat. Um, We want to just say thank you to all of our subscribers. If you haven't already subscribed, please do so $5 a month, $50 for the year. We're really excited about some of the stuff we've got in the tank and we're looking to really up our content um, over the course of the season. Also for those coming to the uh, live panel show at the Glenferry hotel, we're excited to meet you. We're excited to see you. Tickets are all but sold out. Um, We're really um, probably knocked over a little bit with uh, just how quickly those tickets went, uh, went and you know, we're, we're talking 150 tickets. So um, you know you guys weren't mucking around so we just want to thank you for your ongoing support and uh, we'll continue to provide you the best quality content that we can thank you and goodbye see you next time this was another Hawks Insiders production make sure to subscribe to our
2: Substack for wall-to-wall Hawthorne footy club coverage